And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when y'all been impatiently waiting. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this Thursday's show from AIW called Ether. Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trendy Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Everless's Fine Podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and over the merch store over at Maneuver. Net. Like I said, this is a preview for AIW's Ether. I already introduced myself, and we also have Charlie Butters. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, it's going all right. Uh, we got a fun show to look forward to. Uh, fucking, like, this isn't a star-studded show, but there's a lot of great matches, and we got some fucking debuts. Like, this is an awesome way to start off 2022. Yeah, this is a pretty big deal for the Winchester uh, to have like all these debuts and like, this is a, a pretty solid lineup. That's why like, I usually can't make the Winchester shows, but my schedule got changed uh, to start off the new year. And it now allows me to have plenty of time to get there. So I was like, yes, I get to go to this finally. So oddly enough, I'm also able to be there by also having a uh, work schedule change. I used to work from, 10 in the morning to eight at night. And now I work eight in the morning to six at night. And like, literally like I'll pull it up really quick of how far away I am from the Winchester. Cause it's luckily I I'm in the Cleveland area. I'm working out of uh, Strongsville, but let me see from work, my work to the Winchester. It is uh 14 miles, 21 minutes. Nice. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that uh, short drive. Um, I still got to like, obviously go drive back home and wake up early in the next morning, but at least the next day is Friday and this is not a weekend that I have to work. So at least get Saturday off. Right on. All right. Uh, it's obviously just me and butters this week. Uh, I just felt like that's would work better especially with scheduling and a lot of stuff and Anyway, let's get into these matches and what we'll do since it's just me and him. We're going to, you know, go through the card match by match. And also since uh, this is kind of a rap show, as in like this is 
named after a rap song. Uh, I'm not going to play the normal soundbite. If you know the song, you'll know this clip that's played in it. So we're going to go with this. All right. First match we have Uncle Chase Bennett versus Riley Rose versus Johnny Patch versus TKD. I don't really know much about Uncle Chase. Uh, or not to say Bennett, but Burnett. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything either, really. Uh, I know that I guess like he did the uh, seminar with Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's getting uh, a match here. So whenever the, the graphic was announced, I was like, I've seen that name before. Like he recently followed wrestling cheers. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So I like fall. Cause I've, I know he's a wrestler, but like sometimes wrestlers will follow, but they're from like, you know, someplace that, you know, obviously they won't come here. Like maybe they're from California or wherever. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like cool. But try to keep like within like kind of the area and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, all right. I'll just like keep a mental note of that. So when this got announced, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I said we had two debuts. I forgot about this one because I was thinking of uh, the other two and how this got announced officially the day before uh, this recording. I forgot about this. So yeah, we got three fucking debuts on this show. Well, four if you count the main event, but. What kind of debuts? We got four. No, you, you, you said three fucking debuts. I was asking what kind of debuts because, you know. I throw that extra fucking in there. I had a, I had like a joke with one of my exes where when someone said like fucking like that, like you kind of like jokingly emphasize back like, Hey, not just debuts, fucking debuts. <laughs> that sounds like it's porn though. I mean, so far every time I've been on here in the last couple of weeks, there's either been references oh, to porn. So, I mean, we're just keeping that alive, I guess. I didn't mention it last time. I didn't mention the porn last time. Actually, fucking Amanda's seen the tweet about it, and she was like, "Why are you talking about porn on your podcast?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember it being a discussion." Like, I had to go back and listen. I'm like, oh, it was just like butters brought it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. So yeah, kind of a kind it's of a lonely thing. up in the streets. <laughs> lonely for you. I'll have to change the. Uh, the AIW bumper to the porn theme. I mean, Pornhub theme. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's uh, talk about this match. You, know, you, you got you got Johnny Patch, who you know he's been kind of he's been a regular right now with the Winchester shows. Yeah. Hopefully, he can you know break out from just that and get on uh, Odeon show, even just like a pre-show match for Odeon show. Well, he's gotta he's gotta get through the the baby bird Riley Rose <laughs> and uh, TKD. So I don't know how that's gonna work out for him. And Uncle Chase. Yeah, and Uncle Chase, who apparently is very agile. I've, I'm looking at some uh, videos on uh, Twitter of him doing some flippy do's. So I'm 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 interested to see how he does because I mean he looks like an old man, which looks can be deceiving. You know you can. You can have a receding hairline in high school. I have friends who have had that. You can get gray hair pretty early. So, like, you know, he could be a regular age, but obviously might not look the part. So I'm fucking curious to see what he can bring. Mm-hmm. And you can't really, you can't count out TKD. You know, I think of, like, we talk about, like, who had good years in AIW. I think TKD stepped it up. Like, probably not as, like, wrestler of the year level, but I think he improved 
I think he started he's starting to stick out more than he used to. But like he obviously still has a lot of more work to do. Go. Well, the last two outings uh, for both Riley Rose and TKD were losses, so they need to they need that win. Uh, I believe Johnny Patch's last match uh, was a loss. So I mean, coming into this, every three out of the four have lost, like have been on a losing streak uh, in AIW. So, so what you're telling me, none of these individuals are on a tear. Correct. None of them are on a tear. They need to uh, start their tear here if they're going to do something. <laughs> was, was that on purpose? Absolutely. Okay. Sure. Why not? You know, do you know whatever? Do you know what I'm referring to? I know what you're referring to. That's that's why I, you know, that was the uh, the golden phrase when I first started podcasting. Wait a minute. That's why it's my interview segment now. Like that's that's my interview show. No, 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 no. I I, I know the on a tear. Like we're joking about that, but you said on a tear here. Gotta start on a tear here. For me, the way I took that, the way the what the image that came in my mind is like when you're opening like certain bags of things where it says like start tear here. Uh, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I was going for. I'm not that clever. Come on. <laughs> but yes, someone, one of these four have the opportunity to start opening up that bag. Yes. Uh, who do you got? Mm, I'm going to go with uh, TKD. Okay. I'm going to go with Johnny Patch. Johnny Patch is Mr. Winchester, or at least, you know, since COVID. All right. Let's uh, move to the next one. Oh god, this I'm excited for this one. And I wish Stacy could be here for this. We have Kaplan versus the motherfucking debuting Hoodfoot. So unfortunately, after this match, we're not gonna be able to have shows at the Winchester anymore <laughs> because the ring's gonna be broken and they're not gonna be able to have a ring at the Winchester anymore. So I guess this is the one way to go out. Uh Kaplan and Hoodfoot. Uh this is gonna be uh, Godzilla and King Kong, and and yeah, it's gonna be fucking wild. You think the the ring's gonna break for this match? Like that's we're gonna be lucky if that's the only thing that happens in this match because this is going to tear the Winchester down, and we're not gonna have a place to uh, have these shows at anymore. Like this, this is this is why it's the end of the Winchester shows because these two are gonna <laughs> fucking destroy that entire block. Fuck. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be gross. Gonna be insane, wild. I've never seen Hoodfoot live, but he comes from obviously a group within Indiana, which I don't think they're are the Lost Boys even a group anymore. I mean, sort of, but it's it's really just like two of them. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like they have like a different faction when they're in SUP. So that's true. Like Chase and Hoodfoot are in SUP, and then like. Bradley and um, Adam Slade do like more like Indiana stuff. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, motherfucking Hoodfoot debuting against Kaplan. Like not much preview here. They're going to beat the fuck out of each other. It's one of two matches on this card that are going to shape up like that. Uh, I got nothing else to say. What about you? Oh, Cap Daddy's going to somehow pull it off, though. My prediction. Mm, I go with Hoodfoot. And he gets the gets that nice debut win. I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, Kaplan gets the win, but I'd like 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 to see a handshake afterwards. I don't know if Kaplan's a handshake guy per se, but hopefully this isn't the only time we're gonna see Hood Footed AIW. Hopefully. All right, let's move on to the next match. Fuck Jay Z. 
Big Twan Tucker versus the Weirdster, Evan Ambrose. Uh, I'm just expecting Weirdster to be shot out of the ring by a pounce. <laughs> Evan, just, just roll yourself into a ball and pray for the best man. That's all you can do. Maybe get that quick roll up if you, you get right. <laughs> Is this the first uh, match we've seen from Big Twan since like early 2020, in, at least obviously in AIW? Uh, Twan was defeated uh, by Isaiah Broner in Isaiah's debut at the last Winchester show. Ah, you're right. Yes. Because I wasn't there, I wasn't uh, thinking about it. But okay. We've seen. Yeah, Broner picked him up and hit him with an F5. So, like, that, that's what's stuck in my mind is Broner's just. <sighs> insane that's insane strength right there it's nice to kind of to see big twan a little more um you know he was on a lot of shows pre-pandemic and it seems like we were going somewhere with him versus dom but obviously you know shit happened yeah so hopefully we see big twan uh start to kind of climb that aiw ladder who do you got in this match getting a win here would definitely help him with that maybe get him back on you know getting some more work at the Odeon shows, maybe even if it's a dark match or something. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Tuan here. Yeah. I'm also going to go with Tuan. A crazy win if fucking weird stir could pull it off, but got to go with the big man. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, a match that was seemed to be constructed in the mind of Pat from pod Van Dam. We have Zach Nystrom versus Isaiah Broner. This is the other match on the card that if the Winchester isn't tore down yet, or depending obviously where if this comes up before the other one, like this will be the one that tears it down. This will be the one that just blows up the block. Yeah, I've had uh, words with Zach on Twitter already, uh, basically warning him that Isaiah is going to kill him and uh, he doesn't think that's going to happen. So uh, <laughs> you did a journalism. I'm proud of you. You know. Uh, Zach is also going to be featured on IWTV Guide this week. Uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, check that out. Uh, the new co-host, Jay Gold, uh, did a journalism and is going to do a weekly spotlight on wrestlers on the come up. And this week is Zach Nystrom. So uh, if you don't know who he is, check out IWTV Guide. They're going to tell you all about him. Uh, if you do know who he is, uh, wish him luck because Isaiah Broner is going to destroy him. I mean, I do know he's like one half of a tag team and his partner I've seen, you know, a few times I've, and I've kind of watched his, his come up. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of curious if this could be an entry point of that tag team or even just, you know, I mean, obviously we have Nystrom at least, uh, already has one good match in AIW ever like it, it to a point it turned a lot of people's heads. Uh, but you're going up against the dude that, like, basically, really, when it comes down to it, come to think about it, the last Winchester show, these were, like, the two debut standouts. And, mm-hmm. yo, it's, it's not going to be pretty, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, I got my money on Isaiah, so, you know, that's that's my dude from the start, so. Yeah, I was going to say, say, do we even have to ask you for your pick? Nah. Yeah. I wear that on my sleeve. <laughs> Uh, I know Isaiah's a sh- uh, guy that I want to get on the show this year. He's on my interview list. Uh, he's one of the hand few uh, people I've spoke to prior to the beginning of this year about getting on the show. And like, he's down. It's just, it's going to come down to when the trigger's ready to get pulled. Uh, awesome dude. I think too, like, I don't think he, he does it, but 
this dude needs merch or a merch table uh, at least because I feel like every show I've seen him at, like he's he's not out there selling stuff. I don't care if you're selling shirts, eight by tens, just something. Like I had to ask Jocelyn to go grab him to get a picture with him. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. The Vaughn Englands making their official tag team debut in AIW, not counting the the dark match that, you know, if it, if you know, you know, uh, versus bulking season. I thought this was a mistake. I thought this was the Vaughn Eriks and uh, <laughs> very confused. And then uh, now I see that it is the Vaughn Englands. The Vaughn Englands versus... The at, on a tear bulking season. I was I was actually going to say uh, versus at odds with wrestling, <laughs> Joe Sposto and Adam Van. Clearly, you know, I, as I can tell in the pictures. Uh, well, one definitely could be Adam Van. The other one does not look like Joe Sposto at all. <laughs> I've, I've I've seen the picture. It's it's Joe Sposto and Adam Van. <laughs> you know the uh, the Von Englands are a are a tag team that has really been on the road a lot over this past year since they've come to the States. And that's something that I think is awesome to see when you see people that are just like that dedicated and they're, they're going out to all these other promotions in other States. And even like, you know, I think they've gone as far down as Texas, obviously. I mean, they came to AIW with experience. So they are the Von Eriks. They're came to Texas. <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, but you know, they've, they've been training at AIW, but they still haven't really done much like sid was on the go for broke both eden and sid were in the the battle Roy- the last battle royal on go for broke and they were part of a tag match f- dark tag match for i think that was i'm pretty sure was is this something you might be interested in since then we've only really seen sid in action nothing from eden so as uh three out of four have been on wrestling cheers I got to pull the trigger on Garkather eventually, but uh, I had him on WTV guide. So <laughs> they've, they've been, they've been on podcasts. Yes, definitely a match. To look forward to who do you have in it? I'm going to go with balking season. I'm not going to give you a bollocks answer. Not taking the piss at all, but I'm going with the Von Englands. It's just because in the photo you can see his nipple. That's why I, I know that's why. Well, here, here's the sad thing. Sid's shaved since then. Not not chest hair necessarily. I don't, I don't know, but like face. And I, I'm I'm scared of st- to see the, the actual baby face, Sid. So I don't want to know why you know about his shaving routines, but all right. Because he posted a picture mm-hmm, of his face. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there was no beard. So I was like, oh, he shaved his beard. That's weird. He looks weird. Well, so do you when you shave your beard. So do I when I shave my beard. I don't know. Oh, I, I know we do. There's a reason why I don't like doing it. I did it for Halloween, and it took me way too long to fucking grow it back. Uh, yeah, let's uh, move on to the next one. Jay-Z. Here we go. The the match that everybody is excited for, the match that everybody is anticipably waiting for, the Duke versus Levi Everett for the Golden Boot. Is this the day? Is this the match that the Duke finally loses the boot i hope so not only because i love levi everett because he is very much he gives off that hoss energy so it makes sense that he would challenge for the golden boot in the hoss division 
But I think also the fact that I gave him an amazing idea of being able to churn butter with the boot. And I want to see that come like be a thing. I want, I want to speak that into existence. I want that to be a thing that happens while he is champion with the golden boot. Uh, and then he can start defending that golden boot uh, and make that a thing this year. But yes, he could use it and churn butter with it and it'll be amazing. That's what I want. Do you know the last time the boot was on the line? Probably before I started coming to shows regularly. So before 2019. I'm trying to look up. Because I honestly don't think it's been defended for sure since I've been coming to shows. He won. He won the boot. And this is an interesting match. It was a AIW Haas title Fatal four-way golden boot match. The Duke beat Calvin Tankman. He beat the defending Haas boot champion, Joshua Singh, and Kurt Hertz. If you are a recent AIW fan or a recent independent wrestling fan, you probably only recognize Calvin Tankman. Other than that, the other two, actually, if I'm correct, the other two aren't wrestling anymore. And that was at AIW, the Wet Bandits... On December 15th, 2017. That's when he won it. Now I'm going back. So like, look, let's look at 2018. Was there any Haas boot title defenses? Uh, nope. Uh, only one singles match, which was at AIW Zero Cool. Oddly enough, at the Winchester, Wes Barkley defeated the Duke. Other than that, tag matches and the gauntlet. Uh, go to 2019. Not a single match. Not any singles match, all tag team. 2020, he had one match, and that was at I Sure You Were Open. Again, not a singles match. And then obviously in 2021, the only singles matches he had were on Go For Broke. The rest were tag team. So, yeah, this is the first Hoss boot defense in over four years. Fucking crazy. Yep. So, who are you picking? I'm going to go with Levi Everett, man. I really hope he wins. I got to go Levi Everett, too. Let's move on to the next one. Next up, we have Casey Carrington and Brian Carson versus members only. Uh, You have members only on the losing streak. You have Carrington and Carson. They've not. They've never won a tag match. either. They've never won a tag match. They've never won a tag match either. That's true. But. They got a little bit of momentum uh, behind them with everything that's been going on with them and Ethan. Obviously, Dom's going to be somewhere somewhere in the building, I, I'm it guessing. Members only is way more experienced than Carrington and Carson as a team. Uh, Casey Carrington and Brian Carson are a couple of losers. Uh, they they won't do anything, and they're going to lose. So you're, you're putting out that you're picking members only. Yep. No, nobody should even attempt to pick Carrington and Carson. They're 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 dorks. Nobody's gonna, they're not going to win. Come on. All right, I'm picking Casey Carrington and uh, Brian Carson. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunate. It is. It is. All right, let's uh move on to the next one. Yeah, you know, that still throws me off because I'm I'm expecting so many times the AW soundbite. 
no, no, no. But I'm the one who, who, who changed it for this episode. And it's been my idea for like a week. So yeah, I, even it still fucks with me. Anyway, another debut. We have Megan Myers versus Katie Arquette. How familiar are you with Katie Arquette? Uh, I know that she's going to be on Derek's team at like IWC in some match, but that's about all I know. No, Revenge Pro. I was at Revenge Pro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was like a PA company. I wasn't sure like where, what was going on. Yeah. I mean, they do kind of use some of the same talent. So I can, I can understand where you, where you got that idea from or where, uh, Danhausen's going to be on, on Derek's team as well. Or at least the guy that everybody says they claim used to, is Danhausen. <laughs> He's going to have a mime on his team. That's interesting. No, a juggalo. That's oh, a juggalo. Yeah. Remember the, uh, a juggalo mime. I don't think you did. You, you didn't go to that rager, did you? I've only been to two ragers, four and five. Yeah, I think it was before that. Um, with Colby Red, that's when the Juggalo chant started. I don't know. Someone I think called him a Juggalo because he had the I face paint. Like Katie Arquette having the uh, movie clapper, so I mean she could be potentially a new member of the production. That's that is something I also thought of. Because like in IWC, you have Derek and Katie aligning too. Could that could that happen a little bit here? Also, this is the first time wow we've seen Megan since uh, Ashtabula. Yeah, she's she's been gone for a, for a while. Last time uh, we seen her, uh, you were having health issues. Yeah, which seemed to be going better now. So that's 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 good. I I really like Megan. I wish she would be in AW more because I think one thing that this area in general has, like we have a lot of good female wrestlers. Uh, Katie is from Pittsburgh. Megan, I believe, is currently living in Pittsburgh. You still have Jocelyn in the area. You have Ziggy, who's coming from uh, Pittsburgh. And that's, I mean, that's four. There's, mm-hmm. de- and then there's definitely, I know, more. And then if we, you know, reach out a little bit further, you can find others. So adding if we can add both of these women to the division on a more frequent basis i think that'd be awesome yeah plus you got like zoe sky that comes in every so often yeah um aiw legend allison k uh you have these people that you know rotate in and out every mm-hmm. so often so ray lynn another pittsburgh person so i thought she seems like pittsburgh actually has a really crazy women's scene actually talking about that like Four out of how many were from that area? Mm-hmm. I mean, Pittsburgh has a has a decent scene, but a lot of them it's just getting out and like traveling. Like I don't I don't know what the issue is. I mean, like look at like Lee. Like that's like the great example of someone who broke out of that scene and got more eyes on him, and it was like oh fuck, and then he blew up. And I think we're getting a little little bit of that with the main event. They got me started on the main event. How hyped their entrance music gets me every time I hear it. I've, I'll randomly listen to their theme. Oh, yeah. It's on my playlist. It comes on and I get all hyped. My boss is like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just like, you don't know about the main event. Which I talked my boss into. He's going to come to an AIW show this year. So I am super excited. I don't know what we're going to pick for him this to be his first show, but I'm going to I'm dragging him to a show this year. Uh, who do you got in this one? Um, Let's go with uh, Katie Arquette. Why not? Right. Debut. Get a win. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll also go with Katie. Let's move on to the next one. Actually, we got friend of the show, friends of the show, Derek Dillinger with 
Ziggy Heim versus also friend of the show, guy who you're going to hear shortly to end the show, Max Caster making his AIW debut. Yeah, he's going to come out, talk his shit. Derek's going to come out, beat the shit out of him, throw Ziggy at him a bunch. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, Max is a dude that I've wanted to see debut in AIW for a while. They're yeah, at, like Max Caster. He's, he's cool. Like, I have a list of Creative Pro people that I like. And some of it is because, like, their work in AIW. And then other people, it's because of those other people's work. I've looked into Creative Pro and then... Obviously, some other my other fandoms are Creative Pro adjacent, and you know this guy, I think he's great. I I love the the rap thing and like the thing that I think annoyed me when he was spotlighted at first in AEW. Everybody liked me the John Cena reference, and I'm like, ah, I'm like yes and no. I'm like this isn't necessarily a, a gimmick, and it wasn't 100 for Cena, but I I I feel like I see more from Max doing like freestyles and everything and like he like even before he got signed he was doing like like what was it like freestyle friday where he was he was posting you know videos and everything in yeah before you actually reached out to him to to get custom music uh for your outro uh i had spoken with him and got permission to use his friday freestyles for my podcast uh before it was iwtv guide and I think I only used like one or two. And then like you made that deal and I was like, well, I'll switch to something else. I think I was switching anyway to like something week different every week. So uh, I switched up off of that. So that's, all. But it, yeah, he's, he's been around for a hot minute. He always had really good freestyles. At least I thought uh, when he mm-hmm. would do his freestyle Fridays, uh, you know, integrating different stuff from wrestling into the freestyle. So uh, it didn't surprise me when that was kind of like his deal on AEW and I liked it. I never, People are so simple minded that like anything that's sort of similar to something else, they instantly jump to it and go like, well, they're just copying. And it's like, there's layers to shit. Mm-hmm. So like nothing is ever just a copy of, of something else. Like sure. They might bite certain things, but like, it's obviously not going to be that kind of copy and it's not a copy on purpose. So like, why make a big deal about it? And like, try to say, well, they're just making, it's just a copy. They're doing this. Who the fuck cares first off second mm-hmm. off everything's copied in wrestling but if he can do it better and make it fun and make it his own then it's it's awesome so i just i don't ever get when people try to like throw that out there and like make a big deal that like oh they copied this they copied from this person they did this and they instantly like it's the simplest shit that they just try to like do that and it's so fucking annoying like i never would have like tried to compare him to john cena like that's the dumbest fucking comparison like that's a, a single cell organism comparison like base level they both rap that's that's literally what it sounds like to me when somebody tries to make that comparison it's the dumbest fucking possible one to make so i think that that's just pathetic on those people's parts so i think i saw it more at first and like now that he's he's i don't want to say come into his own but he's been on tv more like that kind of got pushed to the back of people's minds it's definitely well, yeah, one of those things don't judge something too quick don't right but that's like that. exactly what so many of those people do because they're so simple-minded with that shit it's like they instantly wrote him off and compared him to cena when it was gonna be something completely different from the start you just need to give it a little bit to show you that it's gonna be different and it is and it, and it has been so it, it just it's that certain sect of fans that like literally like 
the 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 simplest thing to them is like obviously what's being done it's it's the same ones that think that like wwe owns everything and they just made this competition to like take over wrestling i don't know it's it's just it drives me crazy when i think about it that's my rant for the night (laughs) yeah um yeah that shit's annoying but i'm so happy that max gets to debut and also too we can talk about how this was a match Derek has wanted for a while like he mm-hmm. he tweeted a bunch last year that this was the match he wanted and i know he's a a somewhat fan of max caster even to the fact of i mean not saying like he like being a regular fan but it's just he hit me up one time he was like can you send me your outro music because like i love max caster like he likes the music so i'm like yeah I'm like you know give him a link to it and you know, let him enjoy it All right hopefully this is also to just like a taste of like what's to come with these Winchester shows doesn't necessarily have to be Max Caster being the guy, but I don't know. I mean, to me, he's counting as a debut and he counts as somebody who spent a, oh, so much time, like out, like really outside of this area. Mm-hmm. And granted, like now that, you know, he became part of AEW that became a like, Oh, like more people are going to want to book him, but super, super fucking looking forward to it. Yeah. I can't wait for uh, Derek to, to beat the shit out of him. It's going to be good. So you're picking Derek. Of course, I, I, I we did a collab shirt together. Of course, I'm picking Derek, which you can pick up at our What a Maneuver, <laughs> uh, IWTV Guide X the Production, awesome shirt. I got mine in. I wore it yesterday. It's dope. Uh, go get one. Summers edit that out. Doing free plugs on the show. Who are you? Uh, your only guest. <laughs> uh, I'm. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta pick Max Caster. Right on. I mean, I love, I love Derek. Uh, I love Ziggy. Um, I don't appreciate their uh, disdain uh, for Cherry Starburst. No cherries in the production, Summers. No cherries in the production. Uh, I was going to make a sign that said that and bring it to the show, too. I, I really want to start bringing signs to shows because I really want to do like a bigger egg zig one uh, for her match with Alfonso. I think I need to start doing that. I just don't have the creative talent to like make it look cool. Like, yeah i should be like a sign guy i think that'd be cool not not a title belt guy that wanders around and like starts fights with other title belt kids at shows but you know sign guy have a sign why not especially since it'll be on iwtv that reference is only for like a very small few and i'm one of them (laughs) yeah (sighs) if you want to hear that story hit me up uh at the shows and i will tell you that very fun story Actually, with the whole Starburst conversation that we had on uh, social media, mm-hmm. I think for those who don't know, I think it was, uh, was it Ziggy that, yeah, she posted a picture of the strawberry Starburst C4 and Derek downplayed the cherry. For me, like cherry is actually my favorite Starburst flavor. I like them all and I've tried all the C4 flavors. I think they're all spot on. Cherry is my favorite though. And that led into a thing where both Ziggy and Derek said they they were anti-cherry. Though Derek said later, when it comes to like the actual flavors, he would take, in so many words, like he didn't put it this exactly, but he would take cherry over the other two because he called the other two garbage. As in not counting strawberry and that either, so orange and lemon. Uh, that conversation led to a Fay 5 question. A new one. I love it when I can, conversations just like inspire me to like add one. And it's going to be favorite Starburst flavor. And then 
go in with it, whether uh, if they have a worst flavor or if they want to rank them. I think a lot of people are going to rate lemon the worst. And I think that's that's sad for lemon. Lemon's a good flavor, but a lot of people don't like lemon in general. I myself, I'm team lemon, but cherry, like for Starburst, is my favorite. And the C4 is spot on. You're a sour boy. You like that lemon? No, I'm not. I'm actually not big into sour stuff because like some lemon can be still like a regular sweet. I don't know. It's, it is what it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, all the matches. I had to hit it one more time. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Yeah, check out uh, the IWTV Guide What a Maneuver and get yourself a production uh, shirt that we did exclusively together. Um, IWTV Guide is going to be hosted by Jay Gold and uh, Jayhawk from now on. So that, I think, starts this week, so you can check that out. Like I said, they're going to do that um, wrestler spotlight on Zach Nystrom. So if you want to learn about him, that should be out and available uh, when this drops. And uh, check out If You Catch My Grift. The new episode comes out this Sunday, and it's going to be about the million-dollar scam to DiBiase and the whole DiBiase family. So Check out Pod Van Dam this week. I don't know what it's about. I don't even think they've released a question. Have they released a question yet as of this recording? Like, granted, this is going to come out afterwards, but... Uh, I don't think they've released a question, but they very heavily talked about how it's going to be about the stars TV show heels. So, oh yeah. Cause, uh, Ed's taking his month off and thrift store driver is going to be stepping in. I'm looking forward to editing that on my new schedule. So now I won't be going to bed at three o'clock in the morning. I'll be going to bed at probably one, which is bad when I get up at like six, but then there's my plugs, and of course you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, but you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen to this fine podcast whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Add Outs With Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks With Mics, This Ends at Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Hiya Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and be sure to use the 10% off code when you order of Cheers so you can save yourself a little money. Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And you know what? Hit it, Max.
It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week